Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie Mapeluso. So excited to be here. I feel great coming off of a weekend of being sick. And I want to say, listen, there's a really special announcement at the end of this podcast. Please make sure to stick around for that because it's going to blow your freaking mind. And I appreciate all of your support. If you guys enjoy the podcast, please rate and review us. Let us know how you're enjoying it and what your favorite aspects are and maybe some ways it's helped you along the way in your life. And um, what else do I want to tell you? Oh, dates, tour dates. Come see me perform. I'm going to be on the road. I'm going to be in so many different areas. This weekend, I'm going to be in Alberta, Canada. (laughs) At the West Edmonton Mall. I almost said the Mall of America, the Mall of Canada, which is above America. They wish they could be us, and they're always going to be above us. It's like a really annoying older sister. Anyways, come see me at the West Edmonton Mall all weekend with my girl, Kalia McNeil. We're celebrating our friend anniversary. May the 4th be with us. That's when we met a few years back, so we're excited for that. So come see us this weekend, and all other dates to see me live are on jessiemay.com forward slash tour. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sharp Tongue Podcast with... Your favorite host, Miss Jessie Mae Peluso. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jessie Mae Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. There we go. Hey everybody. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jessie Mae Peluso. I'm so excited to be here. There's so much to discuss. First of all, I just did an eyelash fall. I just felt something fall on my face. Every time I feel something fall on my face, I automatically assume it's a spider. All the time. Something in my pants, something that's just, you know, tickling my neck. I assume it's a bug. It's a bug and I'm going to die. It's a tsetse fly. I just assume that it's a tsetse fly. Every time I feel something inside of my clothes, I assume. <laughs> exume? <laughs> okay, let me just say I'm not on drugs. Uh, something really magical happened, and I'm going to tell you at the end of the podcast. We are going to have a very special guest on the Sharp Tongue podcast, and it has given me new life. What can I say? It literally has given me new life. But back to my previous thought. I can't stand when I feel something inside of my clothes because I assume it's a bug. It must be a bug and it must be a bug carrying the West Nile virus and I'm going to die. Anytime I feel like just something on my cheek. No, it's not an eyelash. It's a tsetse fly. It's for sure a tsetse fly and I'm going to die. I'm, I'm going to die. And, you know, it's never a, it's never a bug except when it is. One night, one night I walked into my house from walking the dogs and I felt something crawling around inside of my shirt. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a spider. It's a spider. It wasn't a spider. It was a fly. There was a fly inside of my jacket. And I felt like a carcass. 
I felt like roadkill. I, I was like, I either smell or I'm dying. This is not good. I opened my neck and the fly went. <laughs> I just stood in the kitchen like, I don't know what that means. I have to stop looking for signs because I don't think this is a good one. I am so excited to talk with you guys. This has been uh, a wild ride. And there was something that happened in Key West that I forgot to tell you. And I was like, oh, I want to tell them about what this guy said at a show. And there was this very sweet guy in the front row. He just blurted out. I, I forget what the context was, but he just blurted out, can't be bad if it feels good. And I decided I'm going to put that on a freaking bumper sticker and sell it at my shows. So come see me live because you'll be able to buy that and a regular sticker. Can't be bad if it feels good. Obviously, that doesn't pertain to meth. And I'm speaking not from experience. I assume it feels good because I've seen people on meth and it looks fantastic. But then when you take it for a while, it looks horrific. So it doesn't really hold up in court, this this phrase and this saying, if you will, this uh, new cliche, Jesse May cliche, <laughs> can't be bad if it feels good. I asked him if I could keep it and he said yes. So there you have it. It can't be bad if it feels good. Speaking of signs, I try to remain open to them. More specifically talking about like signs from beyond the grave. Now, this is not a grief survival guide episode, but something happened. A couple things happened where I wanted to tell you guys about it, and I will get into it more when we do a grief survival guide episode. But I was getting a massage recently, a couple nights ago after travel, and which is how I normally will get a massage just to sort of work out all of the kinks from flying. And also, I believe when you're out of your routine, your energy flows differently within your being, you know, your emotional energy, your physical energy, your uh, just existential energy. It, I feel like it gets more blocked when you're not in your routine. So I like to get a massage to sort of open up all of those chambers and get the energy flowing. And I don't know if you guys have experienced this. I don't know if it's a an effect of COVID or the result of being in a quarantine in an unprecedented time and us experiencing this sort of societal depression and stress that I think a lot of us are starting to vocalize. But I haven't been getting the same type of dopamine hits that I normally get from stuff I love. And I think that's like one of the things I'm sort of working through. And I'm wondering if you guys are working through that as well, where joy is a little bit more tedious to get it's a little bit harder to feel joy, and I have wondered why, and I know I am uh, someone who has lost her parents and has gone through a lot, but I also am somebody who sort of functions on a higher level, and, and it, I'm not somebody who tends to hang in a low place, even though I've been open about experiencing depression posthumously after both of my parents have died. But still, there have been instances that I normally experience joy where I haven't gotten that same dopamine hit. <clears throat> like even just playing with my dogs or watching movies or reading or being out in nature. These things that have sort of given me that dopamine that I crave and that serotonin that I crave. It's not to say that I'm not receiving it. I sure I am. I'm just not feeling that tingling sensation like I used to. And specifically a physical dopamine hit from getting a massage is usually my version of a drug. 
I love that feeling and I, I am able to meditate while I get massages and I'm able to really get into a deep place. But lately it's been harder for me. And I had a conversation with my friend and he said the same thing. He said, I'm just not feeling that same dopamine hit like I used to from massages. And, and, and so now knowing that conversation, I got a massage a couple of days ago and thought about that. And I said, okay, well, how can I make it so that I can maybe maybe fabricate or get into that place where I'm feeling the tingles and I'm feeling dopamine and I know that I'm receiving that great sensation that you get from massages. So I was more conscious about it. And so I started with my breath. I started to like really do some meditative breathing and some deep breathing. I was basically doing Lamas on the table. I'm like, just please, I'm either going to give birth or explode. Help me get this dopamine. And it really worked. I realized that a lot of our struggle with experiencing any sort of joy or calm or peace, it starts with our breath. And I started to really focus on that because it is a great place to find some peace and calm. And, and obviously it is the core of meditation. So I realized I, I haven't been breathing right. And we talked about that before, you know, we're all taking these shallow breaths in the wake of this quarantine and, and wanting to get away from it, but we can't because we're still feeling the effects. And I think we're feeling new effects on, on a global level. So I started to really breathe and I felt myself actually being able to get those tingles. And I almost had a panic attack in the process of this because there's something on the fucking microphone. There we go. I almost, oh, there's another piece. ADD. I almost had a mini panic attack because I was feeling her massage me, but I wasn't feeling that great feeling that I normally do. And it made me really worried. And I thought, gosh, are my synapses not firing? Is something off in my brain chemistry? Am I experiencing exhaustion? Is this a result of being overwhelmed and overworked? And is this a a result of being disconnected from my body? And it could be all the above. But I think the fact that I chose to be conscious about this and I chose to have a conscious breath, I was able to relax. That's the point. And in that moment, because we're talking about signs, this overall arc of this conversation, she made a comment about my flower tattoos. And she said, they're so pretty. They're so pretty. I like your flower tattoos. Even, even though a lot of these tattoos are going to be ripped off my body by a laser treatment. Um, yes, I think you guys probably listened to last week's episode. I'm getting a lot of my tattoos removed and that's a whole other conversation. We're talking about the dopamine hits that are missing and all of that. But she said, I really like your flower tattoos. And then she touched and pointed at my dragonfly tattoo. I have a dragonfly tattoo on my back. It was the first tattoo I ever got. My mother and I got this tattoo together. I know it sounds kind of trashy and maybe it is, but we weren't trashy people. I wasn't raised white trashy. My mother was a very elegant woman and educated and beautiful and considerate and dressed classy. So it sounds worse than it actually is. And, And I'm maybe projecting a little, but her and I got a matching tattoo when I was 18. And it's always been my favorite tattoo. And we got it in the same place and dragonflies represent a moment in my childhood and and I've always 
now that my parents are gone, whenever I see dragonflies, I think of my mom. And so the massage uh, tech or whatever you want to call her, the masseuse, goes into the story about when she was a little girl and she used to look at dragonflies and love them and always, you know, when she sat in the fields growing up would play with them. And I just thought that was so strange because I normally don't talk during my massages. I actually prefer not to talk. But the fact that this woman opened up about this memory she had and her connection to dragonflies and how that is the reason why I got the tattoo was very interesting to me. And also made me think of my mom and made me think how while I don't know if this is her coming through or not, it really was this like beautiful moment. And so I got dopamine in a different way. I actually, it really made me feel connected to her and just filled me with this sense of calm and, and well-being and and it made me feel at peace. So it was just interesting that here I am trying to connect with my body and trying to feel dopamine and realizing that maybe if we all just relax and chill the fuck out, it'll find us. <laughs> it'll find us. And then more signs. I ordered food from, I believe it was Postmates, one of my favorite places in LA, Superba, which is on Lincoln Boulevard. Really good food and great bread if you love bread. I know it's like sacrilege to be in LA and to eat bread. Are you eating bread? No, because no one's brought it to me because somehow bread is illegal in LA. There's no bread before the freaking meal. So if there's a place that sells bread, you better believe I'm buying a loaf. Might get two. Might show up at my neighbor's house with a loaf. Hey, how you doing, Alexa? Here's a loaf for you. I know you're, you have a gluten allergy. I realize you have a gluten allergy, but I'm tossing you a loaf to show you that I care about you. Because everybody else in this town is like, don't eat bread. Bread's the devil. And they care about their dogs more than homeless people. Anyways, I ordered food from Superba. Delicious. And I thought, well, I just had this desire to give her an extra tip, the delivery person. I didn't look on my app. I didn't see what her name was. I didn't see anything. But I just felt like this pull. And, you know, some people call it like your inside voice. Some people call it intuition. Some people say I'm a witch. But I have this very strong intuition and I, I'm, I'm not one of these girls. It's like, I'll tell you the future. No, I just have a strong intuition and I've made a lot of connections and, you know, have texted people and called people and they're like, I literally just thought of you. I can't believe you just said that. I, I just thought about this yesterday. I'm sure a lot of you have had that sort of experience as well. And I think that's another conversation about how we're all connected on in this metaphysical plane. But I grabbed a five out of my jar. I have a cookie jar up in my uh, kitchen and it's a mouse. It's a mouse from my house growing up, a house mouse. And it's this big ass cookie jar. We actually used to keep cookies in it. Out of the 45 cookie jars that Nancy had in the kitchen, this was the one that had cookies in it. The rest of them, I don't know what was in it. I, 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 I still to this day is the biggest mystery of our family. But I, I keep cash in this cookie jar because I'm an Italian woman. That's where we put our money. <laughs> keep it. I keep it in the cookie jar. So I grab a five spot and this delivery woman is just so sweet. She shows up 
And I go here, I want to give you a little bit extra because I, you know, tipped whatever, however much on the app. And I just, I was like, oh, I really wanted you to just have a little extra something. She goes, oh, thank you. It's my first day. I don't really know what I'm doing. So thank you so much. And she goes, my mom's name was Betty because that's a name that I use on my Postmates. And I go, well, that was my grandmother's name. That was my mother's mother's name. And she goes, huh. She's like, wow, well, thank you for this. And, you know, it's, it's really appreciated. Just that little moment of me feeling, which I've never done, not that I haven't tipped people. I usually tip in the app. I've never like given a cash tip in this modern world. World, I'll just put it on the app. I'll just give whatever cash on the app. I've never actually given or handed a cash tip on top of whatever I've tipped in the app to a delivery person. But I felt it. I go, I, I want to give this woman money. And then I go, no. But then I go, no, I have to follow this idea. I have to follow this feeling for some reason. And there was this weird connection her and I had. Now it's my new, probably doesn't mean anything, but that's the beautiful thing about these signs. They don't mean anything until you give them meaning. So if I need to follow it so I can have this little moment of joy, maybe that's my new dopamine. Maybe the new dopamine is people and connecting with people. Maybe we're being taught to or being have an opportunity to experience dopamine in a different in uh environment or in a in a different realm so to speak but you know it can't be good if it, it can't be bad if it feels good <laughs> speaking of feeling good i after key west i definitely got the swine flu or something it probably was bird flu because there's so many freaking chickens in the street key west is filled with chickens and i didn't touch one actually one did peck my leg maybe i did get the bird flu maybe i got the the new uh, version of the bird flu that scientists are predicting is going to jump from the species to us, which is exciting. I think it's called HPAI, um, hyperpathogenic, hyperpathogenic avian influenza. Yeah, maybe that's what I got on my shin and what I brought home to Syracuse, New York. I was sick for two days. I also realized traveling is something that just makes you susceptible now, more so than before. And that's what happened. I was vomiting. I threw up pie. I'm not going to get into vomit too much because it grosses me out, but I threw up pie. It was a delicious piece of pie from Wegmans. Their strawberry rhubarb pie. <laughs> oh, that pie. Once it hits your olfactory, it'll shut it down. It's so delicious. Once it hits those taste buds, pow, 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 pow. Is Mike Tyson in my mouth? I think my uvula just got kicked with flavor. This thing is delicious. Strawberry and rhubarb. Am I rich? I'm sorry, am I rich? I didn't realize there was strawberry and rhubarb. What the fuck is a rhubarb? I don't know. Slap it in the pie. Let's punch this girl in the uvula. And it was so delicious. With a big old glass of red wine, Barolo, you better believe it. My brother-in-law does not leave the cheap stuff for when Auntie Jessie Mae comes into town. He's busting out the fancy Barolo from the wine cellar. Slapping that in the glass. Having me toss that down the gullet to gently tickle my uvula after it just got kicked by that strawberry rhubarb pie, that slice that sliced up my damn taste buds. Cut to 15 minutes later, I'm heaving and hawing over the porcelain throne. Yacked it all up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Damn it. I was so pissed. I was so pissed. What a waste of a slice. I, I just, I felt, 
I felt like a teenager again because I wasn't drunk. But, you know, normally when you throw up, it's a result of drinking. This was just the result of I don't know what. The, the, the chicken flu from Key West. The chicken flu from Key West wasted my slice of pie and I want my money back. Damn it. It was so embarrassing. I was alone, but I still was embarrassed to vomit from pie and wine. What happened to me? I used to be such a fun time. Now I'm throwing up over pie. Let's talk about what bothered me this week. Let's talk about my complaints and grievances a la George Carlin. Not that I'm comparing myself to him at all. I was in line at the farmer's market. Oh my God, this is actually gorgeous. And there was this girl who was obviously in a new relationship because she was way too excited about her nerdy boyfriend. Way too excited. Just jumping up and down and like stretching. It's like, ma'am, you're 30. Why are you acting like a four-year-old in a yard? But I'm so happy for her. She's stretching and like flipping her hair around and like kissing him. All the, you know, the cute little kisses. And I'm like, oh God, I just want to get a coffee and a fucking donut. And this girl's doing calisthenics in front of her bored boyfriend who's like yeah it looks like I it was like the wrong Missy that's if you've seen that movie it was uh, that actress I can't think of her name but that's exactly the same type of energy just chaotic energy and so she's flipping her hair kissing him and doing all this stuff and I'm just waiting for my freaking bagel uh coffee and donut and then she sneezes but she does this sneeze that I can't stand people do they assume because they're outside while still around people, they don't need to cover their mouth. They sneeze out into the environment. They just sneeze out and like almost project it more. And it's like, sis, I'm, have you heard a wind? Have you heard a wind? You don't think your, your sneeze particles are going to hop on that gust of wind, like some famous Australian surfer and land right in my nostril. Cover your mouth. You don't belong in the farmer's market. You're an animal. Your relationship's not going to last. This is where you've brought me to this place of anger because you don't have any, any manners. Where are your sneeze manners? Get some sneeze manners. Okay. It's just, you can't whap into the elbow. That's the original dap. Bam. Everyone knows that. The sneeze dap. Into your elbow. Get into your elbow. Just because you're in love, I should get COVID? No. And also she sneezed. (laughs) She sneezed towards the coffee and donut truck. So you got to ruin my morning joy because you're in love? Gosh, it it really pissed me off. And I bit my lip. I'm like this freaking. I don't know why I didn't say anything. Maybe because. I feel like in this world, people are a little bit more on edge and maybe her energy could have turned real quick. I obviously didn't say something for some reason. People are more on edge and they get more reactionary. So I didn't say anything, but I wanted to be like, where's the elbow cover, sis? Where's the elbow cover? Help a bitch out, please. Please cover your sneeze. How about that? Please cover your sneeze. Thank you fucking pissed i'm gonna write that down as a note they're also back to uh, the massage situation there was something that really bothered me but i kept it for this part of the podcast because i'm an anal retentive virgo and i want to keep it in a cute little category a man walked into the massage parlor now i will say this place is 
fantastic. I've gone to it for about eight years now. It is a Thai massage place with the bars on the ceilings and the women crawl on your back like you're just a pile of hot lava, hot rocks that they're trying to climb over. And it really is amazing and it's consistent. I've It's one of my most consistent relationships that I've had in my life is my Thai massage place. Love it. Not going to tell you where it is because I don't want to blow it up. They're doing great. They're fine. It's a type of place where I'll text the woman in the morning, really need a massage like in two hours and she'll fit me in. Love it. It's, 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 my, it's my place that I go to to relax and to reconnect with my body. I, I don't know that people should need to know this. I feel like it's just common sense. But when you walk into a massage parlor, use your inside voice. Huh? Use your inside voice. This guy walked in. He's like, hi, I need a massage. It's like we all, yeah, we know. We know you need a massage, sir. That, that's why you walked into this place. Why do I need to know that? I'm in one of the rooms. Why do I need to know that your second toe on your left foot is sore? I don't need to know all that. I also don't need to hear what happened, why you hurt your toe. I don't need to hear anything. He came in like a newscaster. He came in like a guy who got, it was like his first job on the desk as a a sports anchor on a a primetime TV news show. So much energy and I'm happy for you, but you ruined my massage. So keep it down. Keep it down when you walk into these places. That's the one thing that bothers me so much is people who aren't aware of their output in the world. Their sneezes, their volume, people on phone on the phone. The world is not your office. And I'm fucking sorry the world isn't your oyster either. How about that? Let's get rid of that. The world is not your oyster. Maybe we fucked up by telling people that. Oh, the world's my oyster. Why well, I need a massage. Shut the oyster. There's no pearl. You're never going to make it. Your toe's broken and you have gout. I just... (laughs) Another thing that bothered me. This one's really embarrassing. When I was in Syracuse, I will tell you about this business that I love. It's called Sky Top Coffee in Manlius, New York. Please go to Sky Top Coffee. Fantastic coffee. The, The woman used to live in New York. She... I think sustainably sources her beans. I love a sustainably sourced bean. I love a sustainably sourced bean. I can't get enough of it. Are you kidding me? Come on now. She has a great coffee shop. I think I've talked about it before. It was a place I went to after losing my mom and needed a place to work. So it's special for me. Brought my sister and brother there on the day that I left Syracuse for a little brekkie. A little brekkie and some brew. Brew and breck. Who doesn't want that? I order coffee and I notice on the menu, and this is no dig at Sky Top because I'm sure a lot of places do this. So don't let this deter you patronizing this place. I think that's, we can say that, right? When you're a patron, patronizing means you are supporting the business. I don't know. Who cares? Somebody Google it. I noticed on the menu, it said 25 cents more for ice. And I went, huh? Wait, I'm paying more for less i'm paying more for less that was just the ice messaging me like yes so i'm i'm paying 25 cents more to get less coffee it didn't make sense to me i'm like well huh but the ice is taking up space where the coffee is i just want a little bit of ice and why am i paying more for frozen water maybe i'm wrong 
I'm usually wrong. Somebody tell me. Somebody tell me. Am I wrong? Am I being a bitch by saying, please don't charge me more for ice? Also, since when did we put that on the menu? What place charges for ice? I feel like ice just comes with the order anywhere. And even at a hospital, they give you ice. I don't think they put that on the medical bill, right? If you need ice, if you hurt yourself, come on, what are we doing? But still go to Skytop Coffee. It is absolutely amazing. And travel was not without its struggle. The airport was absolutely packed. Absolutely packed. I have videos up. If you want to watch the pod, go to youtube.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. It was so busy. There were lines everywhere again. And the farmer's market was busy. Lines everywhere. Lines everywhere. I just think everyone needs to stay home. That's what I feel like. And I need people to know that when they're out there traveling, that it is not what it used to be. It's not leisurely anymore. It's very difficult. And where's everybody getting this money to go places? I'm happy that you are, but I'm also not because you're making it harder for me to work. So stay home, please. But also come see my shows. I will be in Edmonton, West Edmonton Mall this weekend, May 4th, 5th, and 6th. Five shows, I believe. So make sure you get on a plane to go see that, but otherwise stay home. Overheard. Now this wasn't the farmer's market. And I don't think I'll ever be able to top last week's, did Sequoia tell you about my rebirth party? Did Sequoia tell you about my rebirth party? What? (laughs) Nothing will top that ever. Even Dashiell, get that out of your mouth. Dashiell, don't put that in your mouth. You're going to choke. Huh? (laughs) What? Please let Dashiell choke and who cares what Sequoia thinks? Sequoia is a tree. It doesn't think. Maybe it does. I mean, trees are very magnificent and and magical things in the world. Anyways, I overheard this walking down the street. I don't think I mentioned this one. If I did, I I apologize for the repeat, but it's too good to not repeat. And I I just wondered what they were talking about. And I, I just couldn't imagine it was what I saw on the table as I passed by. I passed by this restaurant after I went to Recovery, which is the company that is going to be, oh, sorry, Removery, which is the company that's going to be removing my tattoos. Maybe we did mention this, but I'll have to mention it again. I walked by this restaurant and on the table were two really ugly pairs of shoes, obviously being presented in a way to hopefully get whatever person they were meeting with to invest in that shoe company. That's what it felt like. There were shoes on display amongst kale salads. It felt very LA. It was a very LA scene. Nothing could be more LA than a new shoe company on ta- on the table next to a kale salad. Doesn't get more LA than that. That's basically the uh, the the state bird of Los Angeles. I know it's not a state, but we act like we're a state. So overheard from that table was it's in a very significant, elegant, and efficient box. It's not a regular box. Okay, it's a cardboard box. I'm not sure how a cardboard box can be elegant. Actually, I think it's a total dichotomy to what a cardboard box is. A cardboard box is, in fact, not elegant. It's cardboard. Homeless people live in it. And that's not a dig against homeless people. Maybe it is efficient. 
Maybe we'll accept the efficiency of it all. Because if it weren't efficient, I can't imagine humans would live in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. But to call it elegant, that's that's an overstatement right there, buddy. You're trying to make cardboard fancy. You're, that's like calling it a porn star elegant. It, it, I don't care how many makeovers she gets. We know where she came from. Okay? It's not that you can't be a reformed porn star, but you're always going to be a reformed porn star. You're never going to be ceramic. Ceramic is elegant. Marble is elegant. Cardboard is cardboard. Okay? So you, you, you can't fancy up cardboard. Let me tell you that. You can dance on it. You can break dance on it. You can live in it as a homeless person, but it is not elegant. It's a, pl- it's a house. It's a temporary house for your ugly shoes, and I hope you sell them. We, we're going to do wrap snacks this week because I found wrap snacks when I was in Vegas a couple weeks ago working on my very secret project that will be coming out in 2024. I found these snacks that are called wrap snacks. And you guys know I do my snack attack segment now born out of the Siggy's story that we read last week or two weeks ago. Oh, was it last week? I think it, no, it was in Syracuse, wasn't it? Who knows? The wrap snacks. I can't wait to read that story, but we're not going to do that this week. We'll do it next week because I, I've already had breakfast and I think if I have wrap snacks off of throwing up from pie and wine, it won't go well. So I need a little space after the, the, the pie vomit situation. And, I can't wait to get into the to the wrap snacks. To be honest, uh, let's see. Let's do some maybes. What 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 maybes situations do we have this week? Um, oh, we talked about Carlin eating his poo. Right, he's fine. He has survived. Um, or eating edibles. We already talked about Carlin eating edibles. Um, he's totally chill. He's he's doing well and surviving the situation. Oh, a little callback to the cheese its of it all. A fan sent me a post that Cheez-Its put up on Instagram. And it's a new product that I need to have immediately. I think it's great for travel. It's the snack shoe. It's a shoe you can put snacks in. Now, don't be judgy and say, hey, well, your foot is close to the ground and there's a bunch of gross amoebas on the ground. We don't want that. What if you could put Cheez-Its in your sneaker? That answers... That (laughs) That answers... All the questions in the world. What if you could put Cheez-Its in your sneaker? Are you kidding me? I didn't even know that I needed the answer to that question. And Cheez-Its has delivered. The best pair of shoes I've ever seen. These are glorious. Now, these are straightforward, elegant, and efficient. These are the greatest sneakers ever. And I don't know if it's a, if it's a fake. I don't know if it's like something we can actually buy. I do know that Converse and Cheez-Its need to get together and send me a pair. Because I would love to be able to walk around and just grab a snack from below my ankle. Are you kidding me? I would be like the snack fairy. That would be the greatest thing in the world. These are amazing. I need a pair. Somebody please send me one. I'll put all the Cheez-Its in it. And I just, how great. You're just walking around. You're like, oh, I would just really want to cheese it. And like, ding. You reach down, stick your finger just below your ankle, and you pull out a Cheez-It from your shoe. This is a... This is a Christmas gift idea. So please, everybody, figure out a way to send me a pair. 
Cheez-Its, I would love a pair. Talk to your girl Converse and get back to me. Please and thank you. And and thank you to the fan who sent me that. I don't know who sent me that. I didn't. I got too distracted by the fact that there were Cheez-Its in a sneaker to look at who sent it. I hope you understand. I hope you understand. I honestly need a slice of it. So figure it out. Everybody figure it out for me, please. Um, Let's see. Somebody reminded me of something I said. And I, I, I'm sure it's a amalgamation of things I've heard from other people, but it was just something I wanted to touch on. And I'm sure the girl will remember. She told me to keep herself and her story quiet because she sent me an email that was very revealing about life and her challenges. And I asked her if I could talk about it on the podcast and she declined. And I told her I respect that. But she reminded me in that email that I said something that resonated with her. And I wanted to say it again because maybe it'll resonate with you guys listening today. She said everything that, that she said that I said that most things that happen in life happen for a reason, a season, a lesson, or a blessing. And I truly believe that. And it sounds hokey pokey, and maybe it is hokey pokey and a little cheesy, but it's the way to get through things. So just a friendly reminder while you're maybe searching for your dopamine hit or trying to reconnect with your body or whatever you're experiencing in life, that it happens for a reason, a season, a lesson, or a blessing. Or all three or four. I can't count. So thank you to that fan for reminding me about that and telling me that what I do has helped her. Let's do to uh, let's get to a little message from one of my Russian fans. Hello, my name is Vova and I am from the city of Zotomar. Zotomar. It is not convenient for me to make such a request, but circumstances force me because of the war. And the almost complete lack of work, I had to take out a loan. And now they are terrorizing me and my relatives. Please help me. I'm not a fraud. Now, there's a lot going on in this. There's a lot to unpack. First of all, the first thing I want to unpack is that you're probably a fraud. Second of all, if you're not, I'm sorry for that previous statement. But I also would like to tell you that all you said was, please help me. I don't know if someone's at your door or if you're broke. Either way... I wish I could help, but I can't because there's too many ways that this could be a scam and it most likely is because I feel like you're tugging at my heartstrings. And now I need to Google Zotomir. I've never heard of it. It sounds like a place in Middle Earth and it probably is a country that I have just totally been completely ignorant to. So let's Google Zotomir. Okay, Zotomir. It's in Ukraine. Okay, very convenient. Uh, I I don't deny that there's a lot going on in Ukraine. Obviously, the war has been horrific for those people. But I do feel like this guy's tugging at my heartstrings. And I wish him the best. And I, I hope it's a scam. Because I don't want to not be able to help somebody who's actually in need. But, bud, there's got to be places you can send messages. Because if I read this at the wrong time during the month, I, I may have given you something. Probably not because I am pretty street smart, but, you know, a girl's vulnerable during her cycle. So, Godspeed, and I wish the best for you and your family. Another Maybay shout out to my sweet Maybays. My girl, Christina Evans, Xtina086 from Syracuse, New York sent me a message and it was a picture of her after she ran the Syracuse half marathon. And she said, the half marathon brought us to your dad's spot, had to stop and snap a pic for shits and giggles. 
If it were open, I'd have tapped out of the race for a cold-ass beer because it was hot as fuck, but I finished instead and then got a cold beer. Good job, Christina, for finishing that half marathon. She stops in front of my dad's watering hole, change of pace on the north side of Syracuse, New York. Please go there. If you get a, a, a chance to chat with the bartender, tell them that you are a friend of Joe Peluso's daughter and you'd like to order a smash. And hopefully the bartender was someone who used to serve my father because a smash is how he referred to his drinks. He would say, get me another smash. And the drink is uh, vodka soda with extra lime. So that's what you'll be getting. Stop by the change of pace. Thank you so much, Christina, for sending this photo because it gave me all the all the feels and reminded me that I do have a, a beautiful network of fans and friends and family that are listening to this podcast that remember the stories I tell and remember my father. And that means the world to me. Thank you so much for sending this. And I, I hope the beer was good. The beer in Syracuse is amazing. Now, speaking of amazing, we have to talk about the big news. Ah, I can't even handle it. I, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say it. It's the craziest thing. Um, <laughs> It's really cool. I'm not going to just say it. I'm going to preface it. It's really, really freaking cool. And it's a long time coming. I won't say a a long overdue because I do believe in the timing of everything in life and you finding finding the meaning in that timing. So many of us are like, I want this to happen now. Why didn't I get this? And everything unfolds as it unfolds and, and you have to navigate through it all. That being said, this... This exciting news couldn't have come at a better time. And it honestly has given me just a spark and has, it's really validated everything I've sort of been through. And it's also a really cool full circle moment for me. This news has come and just kind of has rocked my world. And this person is someone who, I've loved from of from the age of eight. This person is a person you've loved if you're near my age now. Someone you grew up with and someone who you maybe had a had the hots for. Someone you you definitely wished was your at least your uncle. At the very least you wish this person was your uncle. But most likely you wanted him to look in your eyes and sing forever. Yes. Mr. John Stamos will be on the Sharp Tongue podcast. Slow Rudy clap for that. Are you kidding me, meow? What? Yes. Mr. John Stamos. Jesse and the Rippers. Uncle Jesse himself will be on the Sharp Tongue podcast. We're not doing this remotely. We're going to be in person. He's got a book coming out in, I believe, August or October. I should know this. I, I'll i say it. I'm a super fan. He knows that. You guys know we have had this conversation many times about Stamos. It's no secret. Stamos is my childhood heartthrob. We all have that. You know, my, my mom probably had somebody like, I don't know, who was, who was hot back then. Um... Maybe someone from like Three's Company. I don't know. Maybe Al, uh, uh, like, gosh, who who would be? Oh, Burt Reynolds. I'm sure my mom loved Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Her Burt Reynolds is my John Stamos. 
And he's been so funny and kind throughout the years. He reached out when my dad passed away and he's always sort of responded to my funny texts and tweets, not texts, but tweets about him. And it's all very sweet, innocent and playful. And he's been such a gentleman and has been very sweet about me being public about him being my childhood heartthrob. And now he's going to be on the podcast and I can't, I couldn't be happier. So that's my big news. (laughs) Make sure you tune in for that. I'm so excited. There's my dopamine hit. There's your dopamine hit. I I couldn't be more excited. And it, it's come at a time where I, you know, obviously you guys know I've been going through these highs and lows and feeling like a see you next Tuesday. Well, the, the clouds have cleared, folks. It's a great day. It's a beautiful day. So I hope you find your dopamine hit and and send me ways you're you're struggling and send me how you've found ways to sort of combat that and and where where areas where you're finding your dopamine hits. And this is very, very exciting. So thank you guys for listening. Please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. And I can't wait. Stamos? What? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.